Welcome to the podcast. Young in Hello people. This is another episode of Young in Love podcast and you are highly welcome if you're joining us for the first time. If you're new to this podcast, I love you already. So in today's episode, we're going to be discussing the couples in Love is Blind. So for starters, if you don't know, Love is Blind is like a social experiment that was done in the United States of America. The essence, the purpose of the show was to see if love is actually blind, to actually test that statement that love is blind. So what they did was put 15 men and women in pods where they couldn't see themselves. They could only hear themselves. So you would have very in-depth conversations and see if you guys can connect on an emotional level, you know, without the bias of physical appearance, social status or financial status and uh, all of that. At the end of the social experiment, you have to get married on the show. You had four weeks. So guys, on today's episode, I'm not going to be doing this alone a very special friend of mine like we've been friends since secondary school she's going to be joining me on this episode all the way from ukraine and that is shulamite shulamite baby say hi hello guys hi you know what we're going to be talking about love is blind the reality show on netflix and i've already told them that if they haven't listened then they should go listen or watch love is blind um let's identify our couples of interest for uh, love is blind who do you think should be couples of interest for purpose of our discussion okay so today we're going to be talking first of all my favorite the world's favorite couple right now yeah. Lauren and Cameron Lauren and yes. Cameron <laughs> yeah okay. stopping the list for and me then, too yes and then next we're going to be talking about the not so favorite I mean people have mixed feelings about them okay Amber and Barnett Amber and Barnett right and third yes. on the list and we're going to be talking about Jessica and obviously the one that can't do any wrong mm. Mark oh my goodness <laughs> And, and finally, mm-hmm. Carlton and Diamond. Can you see why you're my friend? Like, you mentioned those couples in the exact order that I had them. So I think that's just perfect. So, um, heads okay. up, at the end of the, the show, I mean, the social experiment, Lauren and Cameron were able to find that connection and they got married. Like, you have to get married on the show. You had four weeks. Shulamai, that's correct, right? Four weeks to, like, plan your wedding. Yes. I think it was, um, because it wasn't up to 50 days. So, I think it was between, like, something and 40 days. So, I think it was, like, a four weeks and about an extra one week or two more weeks. I'm not sure. Okay. So, and, like, if you agree with me, that a relatively short time to like yeah. agree to marry a person introduce a person to your parents your friends plan a wedding and actually get married so we're going to delve into them so babe i think we should leave lauren and cameron for the last like let's save the best for the last for last uh, yes so I, yeah. I want to start with number four on the list carlton and diamond what do you think about the couple because they didn't make it past their pre-honeymoon at mexico what do you think about them so basically, I think Diamond was an amazing person. I think True. she was really amazing. Yes, she let Carlton know what the real deal was. So the basic problem was Carlton. And I think that that's one of the disadvantages of dating in the pod. Now, um, in the pod, they were lost in. They didn't have 
social media, so they couldn't even Google the yes. person to do a background like, check point, on whoever you know? it was. Yes. Yes. So in as much as, I mean, it had the advantages of meeting a, all of the shallow reasons we have put uh, behind dating someone and picking a person out now, like physical appearance and whatnot. The mm-hmm. other disadvantage was the fact that you could end up with a person that you wouldn't be able to do any background check on them. Have they been in jail? Are they a sex offender? Child mm-hmm. molester? All this is. I don't know if um, the producers of the show did a background check on everyone before they let them in on the show, mm-hmm. but I think that was a disadvantage. So, I mean, Carlton used that um, to his own advantage, the fact that he could just tell her anything, anything. tell her about the good things yes, yes and not tell her the real thing yes about the selection criteria i mean the the casting for the show i think that a lot of yes. people have asked that question including myself and the response i always mm-hmm. receive was that um the selection criteria it was random yes. lauren said something about receiving an email asking if she wanted to be casted into this reality tv and cameron even said when he saw his he thought it was a scam you know, but he, he was like, oh, well, let me just do it. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't hurt. And now this is where they are. So I think Carlton, he took advantage of the fact that Diamond couldn't do any investigation or any research on him. So, yes, I agree with you. That's definitely a disadvantage of dating in the post. So let's talk about their Mexico mm-hmm. experience, because personally, I felt that if the foundation is faulty, you're basically building on, I don't know. Chaff. I felt that he made uh, Diamond feel guilty for something she should not be guilty of. Because if I'm going to make a decision to be with a person, I want to make an informed decision. So place all the cards on the table, okay? Yeah, and then let all. me this. I don't want to feel like something was withheld from me. And then now I have to forcefully deal with that. What do you think about their Mexico experience? Yes, that's basically it. And um, as you can see, because Colton missed out the opportunity to tell her in the pod before he had seen her, by the time he saw her, it became a lot more difficult for him. So mm-hmm. from the beginning, the minute they arrived in Mexico, he was acting up, he was acting really weird, and he admitted that it's the fact that he knew he had to let her know, actually before they got serious, that yeah. he had swung both ways in the past. So mm-hmm. he could have, in my opinion, he could have actually told her in the pod because it was easier. Then this is, you're talking with people that you might never see. True. I mean, it doesn't really matter like how they take it, how they react to it. And that's just really your personality. To me, it meant that in the future, he was going to be that sort of person that he would rather um, withhold stuff than to tell the truth. So I'm so glad she figured that out early because mm-hmm. God forbid she had married him and she had found out that oh, he was someone that had swung both ways. Yeah. And again... His reaction to it, totally, I think he wanted to emotionally blackmail her into accepting him Mm -hmm. after she had found out that he lied or, let's not say lied, withheld information this important from her. So um, he wanted to emotionally blackmail her and when she wouldn't take it, it was going to be, and then he started to cry, Mm -hmm. talking about all his life. He had had to deal with people leaving him and whatnot. And she had to ask him, so if it's not such a big deal, if you did not hide it deliberately, why are you making such a big deal? Yes, why are you making such a big deal about it now? Why did you say it in the press list? You know, that you just wanted to be sure. No, I think it's information you should let anyone know. So, yes. This is special. It's very, very important to let yeah. the person know that you have swung both genders. Yeah, I think the way he went about it, like, okay, mm-hmm. when he saw her reaction and then they finally agreed to meet the next morning, I think that that conversation should have been a conversation to understand each other. But, you know, when he called yeah. her the B word... That kind of infuriated her. 
Yeah. You understand? I, I didn't think he acted like a gentleman calling her that. Again, like I said, two wrongs don't make it right. I don't think I've ever poured anything on any man before. So in response to the insult coming from Carlton, Diamond, you know what Diamond did, right? She she got up and she, she poured that on him. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like at that point, the two of them were wrong. You understand? So um, that's that for yeah. um, for Carlton and Diamond. And I'm actually thankful that they didn't Carlton make it past Diamond. the Mexico stage because if they had forced it, then we'll probably be hearing of a divorce right now. So, I, I mean, that's good for them that they didn't uh, end up together. Next on the list, we have Jessica and yeah. Mark, the one who can never do any yeah. wrong. Mark, my perfect gentleman. So what do you think about Jessica and Mark? Well, for starters, I call Jessica a messy car. In my opinion, she's so messy. <laughs> there's a lot, in my opinion, there's a lot to say about Jessica. But I'll start with Mark. So for people that haven't seen, you really have to watch them right to um, understand this podcast episode, actually. Yes. Because it's better to see it and then, yeah, listen to the opinion. But, I mean, Mark was an amazing guy. He met her. He liked her. Even before he saw her, he had mm-hmm. a connection with her. But, I mean, she was interested in Barnett. And it, the truth is, <gasps> from after Mexico, where they had to go into reality, we mm-hmm. found out that, she was actually so similar to Barnett in lots of ways, which explains the connection they had. I mean, she had a dog. She had pretty much similar reactions to things as with Barnett. So I understand that. And that's why I think um, when Barnett first started to talk to her, he must have seen her. He must have felt like the whole deep connection, but maybe not to be with her, mm. but as a friend. I don't, I don't really think they shared so many things in common. I don't think so. Like, I just felt that, okay, they are both financially stable people because from what we saw, Jessica is like, she has yeah. life going for her and so does Barnett. Mm-hmm. I think she was a regional manager. Okay, and that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah, in my opinion. So, basically... Okay, go on. I think with her, um, look, was something for her. It was a big deal for her. And she had um, a picture. So, maybe from speaking to Barnett, maybe there are other conversations they had in the court that um, were not recorded. But she must have figured out somehow from the conversations that, okay, this was like a specifically sick guy. This was a abuse guy. Mm-hmm. And it was someone she would rather be with. And mm-hmm. Barnett was like, he had that flirty thing about him. And girls really like that thing. Ew. Most girls are some so I think the flirty thing caught her attention. Okay. And I mean, something that I know really works, I mean, with guys and girls, the fact that three whole girls in combat every day talking about their conversations with Barnett and not one person was talking about conversations with Mark like that. I mean, it made Barnett more of a cock. Yes. Than Mark was. Yes, but then if we're going to, okay, if I'm not going to judge with the point, by the time she saw him and she realized this was not, that it will what not she work, wanted, I need to understand why she would yes, lead I him on. I look for people because, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to say I understand the look. I just wish she had told him that you're not usually the sort of person that I would be with and I'm struggling to be physically attracted to you. Because, yes. I mean, I also am a look person. I could never date a short guy. I literally wow. could never date a guy that. My mom. <laughs> My mom is so vocal and so every time in my family we're so open. Like, I mean, we talk from the beginning, like the minute a guy starts talking to me and starts getting serious, I start to tell my mom because she has to tell me what she thinks from the beginning. My mom would roast 
she wouldn't care. Maybe the first time she's going to roast him, she's not going to roast him like in front of him. She's going to roast him to us. Okay. But eventually, she's going to let him know, yo, why are you short? Why? why is I, I understand. Like, I'm just to bow it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so might, on your own, things. I think you're a tall person. So if you, if you force your way into the life of a tall man, you're going to be having giants. But, but that's fine. Here's what I think about Jessica and yes. Mark. First off, I think that even in the pods, Jessica should not have done what she did because there was a consensus already to yes. not talk about Barnett, seeing that three ladies were attracted yes. to him. But at the point where he, yeah. you know, hinted that he was probably going to propose to her, she went to Amber's face. You get that kind of thing. So I thought that was confrontational. Like she didn't have to do it. And then again, when seeing Mark like real mm-hmm. life, you know, he's 24. Right from the ports, he already told you his age. He was 24 and you're 34. You've already said you can't do men that are yeah. younger than you. So right from the ports, you should not have even accepted his proposal. So that kind of gives me the feeling that she was in need to just like remain in the show you know gain some sort of publicity and all that and the fact that she kept going to barnett's you know front to tell him are you sure to question his choice that was that was that was wrong but at the same time look i want us to be human because i've gone to her instagram account and i've seen that a lot of people are trolling her she's human she makes mistakes but i will not encourage anybody who's hearing me to go and say very hurtful and derogatory and disrespectful comments to her she's a human being and even for that reason she has disabled her comments um like only selected people Uh, can um, comment Yes. yes, so that means she's suffering right now. A lot of people are, you know, going at her. Let's not do that. What? You understand? Okay. Yes. So I think that's that. Yeah, I think uh, maybe she didn't say back because she wanted to be on the show. Maybe she said back because she was desperate to be in a relationship, but she didn't like losing. She probably didn't want to leave the show as a person that was turned down. I, I, I disagree. Yes, I, like I don't that. agree with that. Jessica knows exactly what she wants from everything I saw in that show. Jessica, yes, Jessica is a lady who knows what she yes. wants. So she knew that it will not work. Even From at the, the time beginning. she said no. On the altar, she was even smiling. Like she was literally smiling. So I didn't think that they would have ever worked because Jessica knows. And the fact that Mark never got the hints, guy, he saw all the red flags, but he just decided to. And that, that's one thing that makes me like Mark because yeah. right from the port, he knew exactly what he wanted. Age was never a thing for him. He did not care. He knew what he wanted and he stuck yeah. with it. A man like Mark for president. Next is okay. Amber and Barnett. Quick and, question though. Okay. What if Mark and Diamond had met themselves in the pod? Have you thought about that? Whew. Well, I, for them not to have, you know, fancy themselves, there was probably no connection, <laughs> you know. So I don't know. Mm, yeah. I don't know. There was no connection, really. Okay. About Amber and Barnett. I think they both met the wrong people and maybe they were deserving of themselves. Okay, yes. Amber and Barnett. Yes. Um, with Amber and Barnett, first of all, I'm going to start with Barnett because ugh, I cringe at the thought of what Barnett did in the pods. Because like you're a guy, even if you're in that, you know, process of making a decision, you should not lead three grown women on. Let me give you an instance. Look at Cameron. Cameron talked with all of these ladies, but he was very careful in his choice of words so that he's not unnecessarily leading someone on. But Barnett, like you said at the beginning, Barnett is flirty and some women are attracted to that. Trust me, I've had someone like Barnett and I think I told you sometime before that Barnett reminds me so much of my ex. You know, in one of the interviews he had, he was talking about himself. Like the summary of what he was saying is that he hopes this relationship will be satisfactory to him, will please him. You know, someone who's out there for self-pleasure. I don't know how much he's willing to give to a relationship. I've been with someone like that. 
and it's not a fun place to be because now their flirty nature make the women seek their validation. Now, if you notice, Amber, Jessica, and um, Elsie were struggling so hard to please Barnett. I don't know if you noticed mm-hmm. that. And I don't want to be in that position personally where I have to constantly seek the validation of my man. Like struggle because I know he's a flirty person. If he's not here, I'm thinking, uh, what what is he probably doing with some other ladies? He's flirting. I want to be able to trust my man. So if you're giving me that flirty vibe, uh, I don't know. And um, in my opinion, I think that Amber and Barnett, I'm crossing my fingers for them. And I hope that they work because even during the reunion, Amber said she almost, you know, got a divorce, but she was able to walk through it. Yeah, so I'm keeping fingers crossed for them, actually. Briefly, what do you think? Okay, so first off, um, I don't think everyone is as lucky as Cameron. So, I mean, Cameron, he, but then like, I agree with what you said. He made sure he wasn't leading anyone on. So he was responsible enough yes, to do that. Yes. Also, you said something which was really important and this made me think about this in a way I've actually never thought about it before you said you wouldn't want to be in the position where you're not sure what your mind is doing where you have to second guess yourself mm-hmm. because of a man yeah. which means all three girls had the right to walk away at any point in time especially when they realized that I mean he was talking to all of them have to mm-hmm. talk about this thing yes. Yes. yes and then like two other girls were just as sure as they were so it's like you never know if it had been any other person because like you told this person the same things she was telling me mm-hmm. so yes that's something that I really never thought about they probably could have walked away I mean because at the end of the day Elsie left so heartbroken she didn't meet any other person yeah. and she had to leave so but eventually I mean Amber stuck with him um, even after he heard Jessica and Jessica came back to try to tell Amber mm-hmm. don't go for him he doesn't know what he wants and whatnot. but Amber so Amber had always known and she stuck with him so let's see how they go lots of people still believe they wouldn't make it and they probably yeah. would get divorced that's what happened yeah like a lady just said yeah, it blatantly that Barnett would cheat I mean I don't know on what she based that statement but mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't and Amber with her bad credit and all of those uh, I don't know I hope he doesn't like really really rub off on oh, him what? I don't know how the system works there. Yes. But in the reunion, she explained um, that she has paid um, the... Freddie's sister, she has paid her student loans now. And at the time, she was actually in the middle of a legal case. So that's why she couldn't really explain her work situation very well. So she only explained what... I think she told him a lot more than was aired because of the legal situation. Like, they had to cut out... To cut it, exactly. Which is why we should not judge them based on just what we saw. Yeah. Exactly. Right now, I have gone through her Instagram Mm -hmm. and I think she's doing good. So, yes. Bless her beautiful soul. (laughs) So now to the last couple Lauren and Cameron oh, Yay! my favorite chest them I'm rooting for them I'm gunning for them I'm everything for them and I hope that they actually work. I think that that's one couple that from the get-go, from the very beginning, they knew exactly what they wanted. You see that Lauren didn't what have they to like... And they found what they wanted. Exactly. She didn't have to, you know, be everywhere. And I think she was smart because look at one man she ruled out. The guy was asking, are you black or are you white? And she was like, "What? Th- that question is not yeah. necessary because it defeats the essence of the show. We're trying to find love without knowing yeah. our physical anything, our race or whatever. So I like how she was eliminating and she finally got down to Cameron and if you look at Cameron he wasn't really everywhere you know ladies going back and say oh I love the Cameron guy he knew exactly what, what yeah. he wanted and, and even up to now in the reunion and I followed their Instagram um, page 
changes. You see that in the way he talks, he's very articulate, he's very calm. I just think that they're like two people who are drama free. And so it's helping to make their relationship work. And Sheila, my guess what? You know, ladies already in, in his DM telling him, oh, if it doesn't work with Lauren, I'm here. You can hit me up. What, like, what do you think about the couple? And what do you think about Obviously. that? Obviously. <laughs> okay. So um, first with Cameron, like you said, he was a man that knew what he wanted. And that's why if you see with them, as um, we see with a lot of other couples, um, like Damian and Dianina, the difference with Cameron and Lauren is that these were two people that they walked into the pod, they knew what they were looking for, mm-hmm. and it made it easier for them to find exactly what they were looking for. Right. And with Cameron, like you said, um, when you look through his Instagram post, the way he talks, but most importantly, the way he talks about her, the way he has spoken about her from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, because And then there's something I also thought about, there's something I learned uh, a while ago about relationships, that in relationships, like there always has to be one person that's stronger than the other person in the relationship. Okay. And when we watch like through the Mexico thing, Cameron was the one that was sure from day one. Yeah. Yes. Get go that this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. He mm-hmm. knew it, and there were times when Lauren wasn't so sure. Uh, yeah, um, especially during the wedding confused. time. I mean, she's a black girl. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, I, I, I really, I thought she was going to say no. I honestly, I, I never had no. that and thought. I think Lauren loves Cameron. <laughs> Even though she developed cold yeah. feet, I, I think she actually loved Cameron. And it's a good thing that they are blossoming now. And I hope that your love lasts forever. Yeah. Yes, so. yes, literally, yeah. <laughs> Shulamite. I think it's the perfect definition of opposite poles and like poles. Attract. So opposite poles attract. And I yeah. think that the fact that they're an, yeah. they're an interracial couple is also helping their shine. Because I think Swirl is taking over the world. And uh, everyone is like, yeah. oh, you guys look good. Yeah. Vanilla and ginger. Oh, what's that combination and all that? Because someone asked that question, why why is the world not rooting for Amber and Barnett the way they are doing for Lauren and Cameron? Well, we are not going to try to answer that question here. That's just, it is what it is, you know. We love Lauren, Lauren. If you're ever going to listen to this episode, I love you, love Cameron, and I love the both of you together. I love your love. love Shulamite and I love your love. So Shulamite, baby, thank you so much for being on this episode with me. Yeah, this was fun and amazing. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I really loved and enjoyed it. Yes. It's been like, what, how many? years now since secondary school 12 I think years it's actually been over 10 years yes, yes that's yes, true exactly mm. oh yeah but i mean why are you acting like i didn't see you in backup i did see you in uh, <laughs> okay so now uh, we've come to the end of yeah. this episode and shalama is talking to me all the way from ukraine so just in case you feel like she's not present present you know by the sound or anything there's actually a phone call and so pardon whatever it is you have in your mind <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Right. Yeah. Shall I say bye? Bye, guys. Thank you, guys. And you guys, make sure you listen when this is out. You enjoy it. <laughs> They're already listening. Duh. <laughs> okay. So, to when next, we'll meet. Bye. <laughs> and be good. Young in love.